Broadcasting in Memphis, Tennessee, it's time for Cerrito Live. Here's your host, Kevin Cerrito. Greetings and salutations. We are live from Hyattop, Mount Mariah here at Flynn Broadcasting. Welcome to the program. Happy Mother's Day weekend. Don't forget to get your mother a gift. Tomorrow is Mother's Day. We got an action-packed edition of the program on this weekend in between Music Fest and Barbecue Fest. Coming up later on this hour, Mythbus historian Jimmy Ogle will join me. Can't wait to talk with him. I always try to figure out what are we going to talk about. And and really, there's just uh, no point because he's going to bring it. He's just going to bring the Memphis knowledge. If you want a Memphis history lesson um, from all different directions and all different topics, it's going to be a potpourri of uh, Memphis facts and information coming up later on this hour as we celebrate uh, Memphis in May with him. He's got a just a, an unbelievable schedule of speaking engagements. Um, really, Memphis so lucky to have Jimmy Ogle. Go to jimmyogle.com if you want to learn more about him. Memphis historian joining us later on this hour. Coming up in hour number two, we talk about professional wrestling every week at 11 a.m. This week will be no different. Jason Munns will return. Jason Munns from the Commercial Appeal uh, and uh, former Raw superstar Jason Munns. He'll join us later on uh, in the during the wrestling hour. And the big thing going on with professional wrestling uh, the exciting thing, really, there's not much right now to be excited about if you're a wrestling fan. If you're if you're a wrestling fan, past, present, uh, whenever you were a fan, you should be checking out the Dark Side of the Ring documentaries on Viceland. Even if you're not a wrestling fan, you can enjoy these. But they've got the the some of the the biggest uh, scandals, controversy, um, dark moments of professional wrestling. They're documenting it in this new documentary series on Viceland. And we're going to have the director and the producer of that series join me coming up in hour number two. And we'll talk about the, all of that. Of course, the series uh, narrated by Memphis Wrestling's own Dirty Dutch Man Tell. But we do start every week talking with local 24 sports reporter and anchor. She is the co-host of the Still Not Engaged podcast. She is Jessica Benson, and she joins me now. Ladies and gentlemen, it's my pleasure to introduce to you. He's a friend of mine. Yes, yes, I am. And he goes by the name. <laughs> Hello. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. Happy weekend between Music Fest and Barbecue Fest. The one quiet weekend in town. <clears throat> right. The, the nice. we got to recharge no your batteries. You got to. Get uh, get ready to go. Party's about to start. Load in is tomorrow for 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 barbecue fest. But uh, uh, anyway, all right. So we've got to. Here's my goal of this segment this week, Jessica. Okay, so last I'm week ready. we were blessed with the Miley Cyrus story, and we ended up going an entire hour on a sports talk station talking about Miley Cyrus. It's fine. Dreams come true. Don't worry about it. And you you promised us that you were going to incorporate Miley Cyrus into your sports cast, and I did. <laughs> and you did, Max. Do we have the Do we have the video from the from the? Oh group? no! Well, oh, do you dear. not want us to play it? We oh, don't you have can. to play I don't it. Care. This no, was fine. we we've got the audio. I said, um, make sure to email it to Max. I was like, she did it. She really, she really did go all Miley Cyrus on on <laughs> on television uh, it last was for Saturday. A very very niche audience. But 
the so here's what so Miley Cyrus the news of course last week broke and we talked about it and you can go back and listen to the podcast if you really want your Miley Cyrus coverage but at the what happened here because you you are still not engaged to Chris Luther of Action News Five. It's true as of today, still not engaged. Still not engaged, especially during the playoffs with the Warriors playing. <laughs> it's just you know. It really put the question mark in my mind. This is tr- truly a time to test y'all's relationship because of the Warriors playoffs. If you follow Jessica on social media, you'll see uh, Chris Luther, very uh, passionate uh, Passionate fan. is a nice word. That's like a <laughs> euphemism. For very kind. He, he lives and dies with every play uh, of the Golden State Warriors during the postseason, and, and Jessica likes to document it um, on social media. But so you, this is really going to truly test. Like this is, this is really a testing time for you. Yeah, but I've, unfortunately, because the Warriors are so stinking good, like I've experienced this for about three fourths of our relationship, so I'm pretty aware. But at this point, I'm seeing if you know if the documenting on social media if it gets a little old because I think I think our audience might get sick of it someday. Well, and but, it's all about right. the podcast. You know, our relationship <laughs> is just an extension of a podcast, so. What are we going to do? Well, I mean, that's the, I mean, with Durant leaving and being, you know, whether he's going to be playing or not, if he's injured, I, 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 I mean, there's still a little bit intrigue here because really what we need to see is, I mean, it's all going to lead up to the Golden State Warriors finally losing and how is he going to react to that is, yeah. uh, it, that is the end, the end game there. But I don't think that fits Instagram's like bylaws. <laughs> I don't think that'd be allowed. Well, <laughs> Well, so you've got that happening, but all of that on top of the fact that he gets to meet Miley Cyrus and you don't? I know. What is this? <laughs> he he got to sit and talk with Miley Cyrus, and I did not. What, what? And, he, and he threw it in my face. <laughs> oh, like six pictures. Well, he, he had to get a picture. He, he was uh, So Chris Luther... Yeah, I would have been more mad at him if he had done it and not gotten a photo so he was covering music fest for action news five and and miley ended up doing interviews with all the news stations there because she was there doing her promotional work for facebook.com as we predicted on this show uh that she would perform walking in memphis and she did and so this is where you come for your your true music fest uh spoilers inside information but so he was hanging out with miley what did he ask her what did what did he what did he what did he he just he just walked in the room and said he's now dating Miley Cyrus. So we've reached that point. They must have had a really, really great interview there. And to beat out Liam Hemsworth, that that takes some strength. But they just talked about the the Facebook part of everything and her being in Memphis. And, you know, she's from Nashville. She's from Tennessee. So, but I hope he doesn't get mad at me for saying this. But he, like, told her going into the interview, he said, <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> he, kind of ner- he gets nervous. Around. He's not a huge pop culture guy. So, like we were going through questions for him to ask Miley all morning. And like, he was going to ask her <laughs> how, if she had tried Memphis barbecue. And then I was like, no, don't do that. She's a vegan and she has a pig for a pet. So we, <laughs> saved, we saved him from asking that question. And, um, and so he asked her questions. And then at the end, I guess she turned him and she was like, you did great. <laughs> and that, that just touches my little Miley Cyrus loving heart. <laughs> oh my goodness, that was a, a kind of a highlight. With Miley, like really, as much as we have Memphis versus Nashville, which we used to lean into a lot more on this show. But I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to be positive out there these days. And Maybe Miley can help bridge the gap. 
I think she can because she was very pro. Like I'm home, and when she's coming to Tennessee, and yeah, yes, I know she called it home. The the state she included Memphis in her home state, which is, you know, sometimes people on the other side of the state like to knock that down. So that was nice. Right, and she's almost as Memphis as Justin Timberlake is these days. She, she was wearing the Elvis <laughs> shirts. They could walk into Memphis with Mark Cohen. It doesn't get much more Memphis than that. Uh, unless, more than Justin Timberlake's uh, tour stop was here like, in Memphis. That has more Memphis involved. Exactly. But that So it turned out to be an unbelievable moment. The bar has been raised, uh, not only for Music Fest, but also for Jessica Benson's sportscast every night on Local 24. We have audio of last Saturday night. If you missed any of the sports action that actually happened last Saturday, well, here's what happened with a little Miley Cyrus sprinkled in. And a little delay from the Flynn Broadcasting and- Computers. <laughs> Some very dramatic pauses going into it. If we've got it. It's just going to push play, Max. Once it starts, we're going to stop talking if it starts. But I don't know if we get it. Well, I guess we can just send people over to your your Twitter account at Local24, Jessica. Yes, you can go to my my tweets. It was just uh, the 901 FC highlights. It's after Chris's picture with – I had retweeted his picture with with Miley Cyrus, which I would like to say I handcrafted the caption – for that photo with him. So I deserve basically all the credit. Let's just be honest here. I just didn't ask the questions or meet her myself. I think I'm, we got it. We've got All right, let's listen. Yeah, here we, go. we get it. Smash brought to you by one of the greatest goalkeepers of all time, 901 FC minority owner Tim Howard, the smash, the flex, looking like Miley Cyrus in the outtakes of her Seven Things I Hate About You video. Oh, yeah. We're going there. You can get the best of both worlds downtown Memphis today. <laughs> Beale Street Music Festival on the river and at AutoZone Park, 901 FC taking on the Birmingham Legion. It would be a party in the 901 if this team could get their first home win. Scoreless in the first half, Cam Lindley came in like a wrecking ball, an absolute <laughs> cannon, puts the home team up 1-0. 85th minute, game tied at 1-all. Adam Najem chasing down the ball. He can't stop. He won't stop. Keeps it alive. And he's going to set up Dwayne Maquette perfectly. The go-ahead goal can't be tamed. It looked like the home curse was bound to be broken. The permanent December over. But right at the start of five minutes of stoppage time, boom, clap, boom to clap to clap. Penalty called. It was clearly outside of the box there. But alas, PK for the Legion, the equalizer. Always going to be an uphill battle. Sometimes you're going to have to lose, but it's not a loss. It's just not a win. 2-2 draw, the final at AZP. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. <laughs> give, give, this, give this woman an Emmy already. <laughs> that was pretty good. Hey, good job. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Max is cracking up over there. He hasn't seen it yet. Uh, my favorite thing is I, I like don't tell my production crew when I've decided to be a total weirdo. And so they won't get it. And then, like, halfway through, they're like, oh, Jess is doing one of those weird sports casts where she drops a lot of references. And Miley Cyrus is one that not a, not a ton of people know her, especially her old school, like, Hannah Montana lyrics that <laughs> jumped in there. So it's starting, fun. yeah, starting right with the best of both worlds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was uh, that was outstanding. Great job. Uh, good Thanks, good work. We the, that will conclude our coverage of Miley Cyrus in Memphis for 2019. At least right now. Hopefully, she comes back and we can continue. The and this is all part of my maybe she'll 
maybe she'll commit to Penny Hardaway and the Memphis Tigers and really boost up this recruiting class. Right. Uh, that yeah. This was all part of my my diversion tactics of not wanting to to talk about, talk a, high, about high a high schooler making his college decision. But that is that is over. Is there anything else? To tell, please tell me. Is there anything else that happened in sports this week? We have to. Every, no. <laughs> uh, this this week. Uh, and every week on Saturday mornings, I talk to Jessica, and we talk about what we'll remember from the week in Memphis sports. And I will remember this city has just really – I cannot remember it, it really being like this. Uh, has really gone just bananas uh, with really following where, where a high schooler is going to go to college. Like, it's just our new thing. Like, we want to know. Like, if you're in high school – I'm walking around asking if I if I see a high school, I was like, oh, "Where are you going to college? Where are you going?" Uh, it's just what we do now. Yeah, it's. I mean, <laughs> it's really exploded. I was talking about it with um, the general manager at our station. Is also not, you know, a Memphis native or people who have come to Memphis and, and learned about Memphis, and and we were saying we've never seen anything like it with an entire city being so drawn in to recruiting news because a lot of times you know people follow recruiting on the fringe and then they kind of see how a class is shaping up and then they get excited when the kids are on campus and playing for their team but everyone is so invested I mean yesterday kind of stag in here with the thing we will remember from this week yesterday at you know four o'clock central time four-star guard Lester Quinones was had announced that he was going to be making his decision and I would guess that, you know, 75% of Tigers basketball fans were on Twitter actively waiting for him to make that decision so that they could see if it was the Tigers. And all the crystal balls had Lester Quinones trending to Memphis at the end. I mean, 24-7 sports had it at 100%. And so his decision... You know, it wasn't a surprise decision. At that point, people would have been absolutely shocked if he had picked the other school that had come down to, which was Indiana, is who he was picking between his final two. Um, but he picked Memphis, and many people see this as the first domino to fall. This is the first top 50 player from outside the city of Memphis to commit to the Tigers since September 2012, so it's been a hot second. Uh, that was Karan Iverson, who played two years here before eventually transferring to Rhode Island. So, you know, it's been a while. It, there hasn't been this kind of player, and we've talked about it on this show before. I mean, Penny Hardaway, when he took this job, said he wanted to build a fence around the best talent in Memphis and keep them home, and that's great, but then the question was always, okay, can he extend that level of recruiting away from Memphis? And this is the first kid that he has successfully done that for. And the reason people are so excited, I mean, yeah, people are excited about Lester Quinones. He's a big guard. He's a great shooter. He's exactly the kind of shooter that this team wants to put around their prized unicorn, James Wiseman. <laughs> and it's what you want to see. But I think you know, if you ask the general fan, it's not Lester Quinones they're most excited about. It's what Lester Quinones could mean for the class as a whole and just the notoriety for the class as a whole. So this could basically be, you know, when we weren't going to talk about Miley Cyrus last week, which, like, gratefully we did because otherwise <laughs> we'd be talking about two weeks of recruiting news and I think your head would explode. 
But what we could have talked about last week was just how May could be the biggest month ever for Tigers basketball recruitment, and and it still can. I mean, things are trending a little less hot than they were. The temperature last week was like flames, like straight flames shooting out of Penny Hardaway's recruiting hands. Um, and they've, they've came down a little bit, but there's still quite a bit of excitement as the Tigers continue to go after kind of this mix of, of top 50 top recruits that legitimately are options for Memphis. So you get Lester Quinones making his commitment yesterday, and then the next pieces to fall are seemingly there's Precious Achua, who he played with, you know, from the time that he was in seventh grade, Precious and Lester played together. And there's been this idea that they want to play college basketball together as well. Now, there is some question. Precious was really trending towards Memphis, and now that's kind of laid off a little bit. So we'll see if that's still the case. Um, And then the other big one that seems to be in Memphis's mix is Boogie Ellis, who was the four-star guard who was granted his release from his letter of intent to Duke a couple weeks ago. And Memphis was always in his mix, and then he came for an unofficial visit uh, two days ago in Memphis, but then he left to take an unofficial visit to Oregon. So that made it a little less like, oh, Boogie is for sure coming to Memphis. But let's be frank, like, Boogie is a name that is meant to play basketball in Memphis. Like, that would be great. That would give him naming top name quality in the city of Memphis playing basketball. So I'm all about that. Um, so Boogie Ellis is like, he's the 34th ranked player in the 2019 class and supposed to make his decision before the signing period ends. And I think Drew Hill of the commercial appeal said that the day he decommitted from Duke, he received 34 phone calls from different college programs. So he's a very highly sought after dude. And Memphis is very much so in his mix. So we're kind of, those are the big ones to see. And I think the expectation is that now that Lester has made his decision, Precious's decision is probably not far behind. And Boogie has said he is supposed to make his decision before the signing period ends, which is on May 15th. So we should see if, you know, if this domino effect starts to fall and perhaps Memphis gets a couple of these guys, then you have, you know, you have the R.J. Hampton and Trenton Watford, who are both kind of trending in opposite ways. R.J. Hampton was the guy who, when people thought Memphis was going to get R.J. Hampton, it's like, oh my gosh, they are going to have the best recruiting class ever. They have the potential for three one-and-dones on one team. That's like Kentucky Duke status. They'd be the story of the offseason. And now R.J. Hampton, who... Is the I think he's the number five player in the class. He's now trending to Kansas, so we can like cool the brakes a little on that one for now. Um, but yeah, I mean the the question now is just how high can this class rise? And that's people here are going absolutely insane with <laughs> the thought of that. Like I, I've honestly I've never seen a fan base like this with recruiting. And I don't know how I've, I don't know how I feel about it. I really don't. As a, as a, as a native Memphian, as a graduate from the University of, of Memphis, I'm always fine. Like, once somebody announces, that's fine. What's kind of the 
the bizarre and and somewhat creepy sometimes element of this whole thing is when people are the, the anticipation before the person signs. It's like when the person is still just a high schooler who is not committed to go to the University of Memphis. We don't know their name. Really, I, the, I wish uh, we would get more coverage of like this is when. I don't. You could make Jessica. You can make up some names <laughs> every week. Yeah, like, I was actually, they might be able to get going so-and-so. through those names. When I was just going through those names, I was like, you know, if you if you haven't been following this, this, these could be random people that I'm just plopping in and making up that they're interested in the University of Memphis. But <laughs> most people, most people, but that's the thing that's crazy is most people in this city who are closely following Tigers basketball, they weirdly know all these kids' names. Like I was even just overhearing a conversation <laughs> at a lunch table the other day, and I all of a sudden I hear some guy being like, "Oh yeah, Precious is for sure coming here." I'm like, "What? <laughs> you're just that is bizarre to me." But, but that's an easy to remember so, name, uh, Precious. If you Precious uh, is an easy one. That's, that's correct. And, yeah. and Boogie, well, we, all, I mean, we almost had a Boogie. You know, we almost had a Boogie here. Boogie Cousins was supposed to come yeah. and went to Kentucky, so it's finally gonna that's gonna come back around. I'm excited about that, but I, it's. I don't, it's this, I don't know if it's this is a Memphis thing or if this does happen uh, or in in other big college basketball towns in this country. This I'm, I'm guessing it does. I know we know it happens on message boards, but as message board culture like bleeding over into the mainstream, kind of uh, like nerd culture has bleeded over to the mainstream, <laughs> where it's normal for people to be breaking down what could happen next. You know, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, but what. But at least we're familiar with those characters. It's it's hard for me. It's kind of like uh, when you're when you're uh, playing fantasy football, right? And you're you you need a new kicker because your kicker's on by that week, and so you're looking at the names of the kickers. You don't know any who these kickers <laughs> are, but you're so you're just looking at the points that are predicted for the kicker. Like, okay, well he's got. A, <laughs> they're predicting he's gonna do pretty well. I'll pick whoever this guy is. I didn't know who the kicker of, of the Cleveland Browns was, but he'll be playing for me this week, and. And like these are just numbers attached to names that I have no nobody knows what the faces are. Nobody's really seen these people play basketball, especially the ones that aren't in the ones that aren't in Memphis. Like there's there's no way. But at the end of the day, so it's the it's the build up to it to me. It was just, it's bananas. It's just like do you, do you not have Netflix? But then it's <laughs> it's. Uh, but the end result is very important. They, there, are, there are headlines we finally had this week, so I'm glad we got to delay this conversation because the idea that Penny Hardaway is recruiting top 50 recruits outside of Memphis, that's huge. That's big news. That's proving something that, I mean, was obvious that he probably would be able to do, right, especially with the staff that he put together, is to go outside of Memphis and get some players. But now he's proven he can, he can do that, and uh, next year is going to be a good year. We know that. Well, we knew that right, already like- with, with James Wiseman, but. Yeah, and I mean, all of this, the thing is, it's like, James Wiseman has been committed now for what seems like forever, and so you always had him as a reason to be hyped, and you have the number one player in the country. There's already a certain level of expectation of success, and that means different things to different people, but I mean, I think it's safe to say most people in this city will be exponentially disappointed if Memphis does not at least make it to the NCAA tournament next year with a guy like James Wiseman and with the Penny Project in full motion now. Uh, But you said that Penny built the staff around him to get this kind of thing to happen, and and that's 100% true. I mean, Lester Quinones 
said the same spiel we've heard from other players who either have committed to Memphis or have been interested in Memphis since Penny took over, and that's the draw of an NBA coach and an icon in Penny Hardaway and Mike Miller being there to help you step-by-step get to the NBA as your ultimate goal. And and there's just nothing like that. Yes, there are other former NBA players coaching around college basketball, but there's something about the celebrity draw of Penny Hardaway that I think just makes it so much cooler for kids. Because at the end of like these are kids and we're we're talking about high school aged children. And there's some <laughs> level of influence that you know, a guy like Penny Hardaway, he didn't just make it to the NBA. He is a shoe icon. He is a pop culture icon. He is cool. He is just like straight drip with everything he puts on to wear for games and practices. And people are always looking at his clothes and his style and what music is he listening to and how is he traveling and where is he traveling? And there's such a level of just interest in in Penny. And if you're a kid, that is what you want to grow up to be. That is cool. That is the the highest achievement that you can be, not just, you know, a great basketball player, but someone that everyone knows who you are, not just a basketball fan. So I think we'll continue to see that be a draw, and that, that helps for these kids outside of Memphis who, you know, here in Memphis, Penny Hardaway is one of, if not the biggest celebrity in this city. But he's pretty big, though, on the national stage, too. So this kind of shows that, that reach continues outside right. of that Memphis fence that he wanted to build. And we'll see if some more of these kids decide to come here. Right now, the Tigers have the fifth-ranked recruiting class, according to 24-7 Sports' rankings. And they have the potential to move up a few more slots if they get you know, one, two, three of these players. And that's exciting because no matter what at this point in time, like no matter who goes where after this, Memphis is one of the biggest storylines going into next season. And considering what we were all talking about regarding Memphis basketball just two years ago, like that is just crazy wild. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's that's also so quickly. Yeah, oh, amazing from the from the from the bottom to the top so so quickly. I, yeah, and we'll, I mean, we, we very rarely talk about, again, because I'm not just, I'm not into the anticipation. Once they commit, let's talk about that, that we've got somebody who has signed because, I mean, hell, Jessica, I've, I'm an, a lifelong Memphian and like, so I grew up in this town and we wanted to be a, a, a big league sports town, right? We wanted a professional sports franchise. We finally got one and here we are talking about <laughs> high school basketball still. Like what? We're a big time sports town now. Your biggest story during NBA playoffs is high school, school basketball yeah. recruiting. <laughs> like, come on, y'all! If we 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 we're here now. We've been a, a major league sports town since 2001. Let's act like it a little bit. Um, I mean, there's a hell. I'm. But all, I guess you could. But I guess you could say. I mean, like the big programs like Kentucky, Kansas, Duke, UNC. Your typical blue bloods. They follow recruiting pretty heavily I think and if you want to even turn that into SEC football which is the biggest of the big I mean those right. fans follow recruits disturbingly close I mean, <laughs> people 
And that's the case with all, I mean, you talk about like the negative side of it and it's seeing 45 year olds get in on Twitter on these like 17, 18 year old kids and go from saying that they love them. They love them to how much they hate them when they don't pick their school. Like, come on, we're all better than that. But the internet is not better than that. So you still get that. Um, but I guess you can say that Memphis is just now in that crazy college just, and love. Still, but the excitement about Penny is what's surrounding it and making it uh, – or maybe he's, he keeps stacking them up and it's like, oh, wow, he made more and more. But, like, we're getting really greedy here too. Like, I mean, I'm content as somebody who follows the Tigers and wants to see the Tigers succeed. I'm like, okay, he's got a great team next year. If he adds more – Great, it'll get even better. But like, I'm not going to be checking a message board every day to see where where this high schooler is going to go to go to college because then we know the team is going to be good next year. If he gets more players, fantastic. They're going to get even better. But uh, let's let's talk about like our our NBA team for a second because there is a big thing happening on Tuesday, Jessica. It's, there is a big. We will have something other than high school recruiting to talk about next week <laughs> we will because the grizzlies uh the Just nba the nba draft lottery is tuesday night uh on esp and the grizzlies have a 12.3 chance of getting a top two pick uh and therefore uh of course they could get zion Williamson, right um and the, <laughs> i said that a lot i was like hey chris you know you never know they might get zion and he was like don't even say that it's not even worth saying one one of the uh, yeah. one of the uh, best number one picks in a long time. The Grizzlies do have a twelve point three percent chance going into that's a that it's is, not zero. It. It's not zero. They have a forty two percent chance of dropping to nine where they want to go, uh, or even lower because then they'll give the pick to Boston, which we've gone into detail on this show before. The Grizzlies. Two, it's really two polar opposite ends, right? You're either going to end up, you want to get that number one pick, number two pick, not bad, right? If you end up jumping and getting the number two, uh, that's not a, that's not a bad season, but, or you want to fall out to be, to be, uh, around number nine, uh, or below. So you don't have to pick the, you don't have to give away your number one pick in two years to Boston because the Grizzlies will probably have the number one pick in two years and that will be the last year they can give it to, to give, give it to Boston. So that's what we're rooting for. It's a, it's really going to be hard, really. Like it's I don't somebody maybe hopefully Chris Harrington out there listening, uh, Daily Memphian. Somebody needs to put together a, a very good cheat sheet so when you're watching you know exactly when to start feeling happy because it's going to go by, it's going to go quick. It's going to be quicker than the Kentucky Derby, and when they're I think putting Chris, Chris Harrington actually did put out a pretty good cheat sheet. Okay, good. He's got it up there. Yeah, yeah it's already up. Okay, good because like it's it's just going to go by so fast, and you got to know when you see some if you're going to be happy if you see this team's name or the Grizzlies' name at whatever point. But we do know nine or below, so it's, that's exciting next week. Uh, and um, hell, there's a world championship happening in Memphis, and we're talking about high school basketball. There's a world championship being decided here in just a couple of days at Barbecue Fest. So, are you going to be going out there, Jessica? I hope so. I'm going to try. I will. Um, Stop by the Grizzlies tent for lunch on Thursday or Friday. I'll be doing trivia. Ooh, okay. Thursday or Friday. All right. I'll be doing trivia at the Grizzlies tent, so I'm excited about that. Last thing I didn't get to uh, this was this was on my like I've got to ask Jessica this because she's a Game of Thrones fan and she's on television. Oh gosh. But uh, no spoilers, no spoilers. But like, what have you ever been caught on camera with a food item that um, you were not supposed to have on camera, like yes, the Starbucks actually, cup that popped I up? Actually, on camera. I was going to say I've had a Starbucks cup on a on a sportscast before that has made it. It wasn't here. It was in my first market, and I got 
pretty yelled at because the Starbucks logo was facing forward and I got a nice lesson in free advertising and how that's <laughs> not good. And uh, so, yeah, I, I have had a Starbucks cup, but I've never had it before. I'll oftentimes my water bottle will sneak in to a shot just because I don't move it far enough outside of the parameters. Yeah. So but, yeah, give us your behind the scenes. You usually have a water bottle near you, not, no coffee. Yeah. You're, already, you're already coffeeed up. I, I stopped. I used to have coffee during my sports cast, and then I started getting, like, my heart would start racing and because of the caffeine. And so I stopped drinking coffee an hour before broadcast now to try to help slow me down. So on your first job, you, you gave free advertising to Starbucks. Starbucks got, got free advertising from Game of Thrones, but we don't even know if it was a Starbucks cup, right? It was just a coffee cup. It no, probably it wasn't just Starbucks. Been any, I know. People just saw the little white coffee cup and assumed it was Starbucks. It could be anything. It could be craft services, generic, like a Keurig type thing. I mean, had that lid. That's craft services on Game of Thrones. They've got coffee from a coffee it's shop. It's got to be great. I, they have the best coffee in the world. I when I uh, I worked on uh, Down Home with the Neelys on the Food Network here in Memphis for every single episode, uh, and our craft services we had Starbucks every day. So if we're on a small little uh, Food Network show that that shoots out, you know, in, in Memphis, Tennessee, Game of Thrones, I got some nice coffee. I got some yeah, nice coffee. Probably, they probably, probably have a Starbucks set up inside, like it's a mall. Uh, actual, that's what we had at when I was an intern for the Olympics. We had an actual like Starbucks set up in the Olympic offices inside the the International Broadcast Center that we could go to. It's a, it's a scary world we live in now, though. That people see a coffee cup like that, they say it's Starbucks. Like Starbucks. it's becoming the Xerox uh, type of where just the that name. I mean, it has. There's so many good coffee places. It could because it was like a brown list. So I was like, maybe it's coffee bean or something, isn't it? Like there's, yeah. you're, you know, your West coast, your West yeah, coast the coffee, coffee. The coffee bean was, we had that on campus at USC, but we also had a Starbucks. So they were always fighting. Oh, that you had, oh, you had both of them on campus. That's, that's yeah. an interesting contract right there. Yeah. But who knows, you know, USC, they make some interesting deals. They make some interesting they do. deals. They, do. <laughs> they probably all road crew too. Do you, do you, do you think we can, uh, get aunt Becky on the phone? Will she know who with these tiger possible tiger commits, where they'll be going? She have some inside information. Have some really good insight. She would be a good recruiting analyst. Maybe that will be <laughs> her post prison job. Uh, all right, Jessica, we kept you over today. Appreciate it. So we got the dr- the draft lottery this week, barbecue fest. So it should be a uh, man. Goodness, it's going to be barbecue fest Saturday uh, next Saturday. Um, um, always one of the hardest uh, Fridays. People taking off work and stuff. It's going to be a big celebration. Hopefully, the weather um, is great. Hopefully, next it's week, not please. like it is today. Yeah, it's like that. it's like a, a chilly, chilly and rainy still. Oh, I just get... looked. It's supposed to be nice. Is it? Yeah. Well, it's always... My iPhone forecast shows three straight days of sunshine. And you, uh, uh, yeah, I, I wanted to get into. We didn't, we're out of time, but I want to talk about you eating barbecue nachos with a uh, with a guy from uh, like uh, was it the UK. Yeah. Oh, we'll talk about that next week. Yeah, that was let's, awesome. Let's talk. Let's talk about that because you know, as often as we talk about high school recruiting, we talk about baseball. So we'll we'll spin that we, one. <laughs> and Miley Cyrus. So we might as well just throw it all in. My, Miley gets more coverage than baseball and recruiting <laughs> combined on this program. <laughs> at least, at least going. For, she had a whole hour. We really didn't go on the whole hour last week. I'm like, what is happening? It was I thought we we had to do it. We had to do it for the for the citizens yeah. of Memphis. Well, it so. got us through a week without talking about recruiting. So it worked. 
But uh, shout out, shout out to Penny. I want the, I want my Penny stories to be about what Penny's wearing more than anything yeah. else. Let's cover him like a celebrity. A big time city is covering their basketball coach like we're like we're TMZ. That's how we're covering our team. Not we're covering our team. If you're a big time city, you cover your team like TMZ. You don't cover it like a message board. That's my advice today. Whether you take that, That's Jessica, I don't know. Tagline. I like it. I like I don't, you're you're really good. You do whatever you want. <laughs> I'll use it in my intro. Maybe you, not. Don't don't look out for it. <laughs> you you can make anything. You can make anything interesting, and I appreciate that. And that's why we have you here every Saturday. That's Jessica Benson. Go listen to her podcast. She's still not engaged, and she has a podcast all about it. Uh, yes, thanks, yes. Jessica. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye. Uh, Local twenty four, Jessica. That's my that's my advice today, Max. That's my. I know people get stuck in this in this sports bubble and and. Uh, keep saying names that I've never heard of and people have uh, never heard of and they say they're recruits that are good at basketball but nobody can really verify that because who's watching high school basketball and if you are, that's a little creepy but the like you, we need to cover our basketball team more like TMZ and less like a message board that's all my advice uh, today I mean, come on y'all we're, we're a major league sports ta- town now we've got an NBA team in this city and we have a celebrity head coach for our basketball team. When they commit, yes, that's a big story. When we get the when 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 Penny's able to get the big recruits and we know they're coming here, then we can talk about it. My goodness, this like lead up to so and so is making their announcement today for college. I mean, come on. Come on, you're embarrassing me, Memphis. We'll be right back. We're talking about Memphis history with uh, Memphis historian Jimmy Ogle on the other side here on Sports 56 and 877 FM. Attention all grandmas, grandpas, nanas, and pop-ops. Bingo is not just for you anymore. Introducing Cerrito Bingo. It's a modern twist on a classic game for everyone to enjoy. Play 10 exciting rounds of free bingo every week at locations all over the Memphis area. For more info, visit CerritoBingo.com. Cerrito Bingo is the game-o. Now play Cerrito Bingo every Sunday Funday at Laughlin Yard, every Tuesday during Pike Night at Elbow, and every Friday night at Memphis Maid's Tap Room. Are you one of the many Memphis area residents who suffer from everyday boredom? Do you sit around at night looking at your phone while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Cerrito Trivia. Well, actually, that'd be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Cerrito Trivia. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's a trivia night with questions about stuff you and your friends know and like. Featuring unique weekly themes, including TV shows, movies, music, current events, and more. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, times, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com. Or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. And by the way, did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact CerritoTrivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis's most unique trivia experience to your next party, work function, or special event. Cerrito Trivia is the perfect prescription for everyday boredom. Work side effects may include wing prices, laughing out loud, high five easy mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverage, right kitchen scissors, and spending quality time with friends. CerritoTrivia.com.